Hello everyone, my name's George and I'm just one slice of the creative team behind the new acapella Edinburgh Fringe Show 1001 Open Mic Nights. I'm the director and the producer of the show. I love acapella and what I lack in talent, I make up for in enthusiasm. Hi, I'm Charlie, I'm co-music director and I'll be lending my PR and marketing skills to the show. Hi, I'm Rob and I'm the other co-music director of 1001 Open Mic Nights and acapella fan extraordinaire, known from such occasions as that one time I watched all three Pitch Perfect movies back to back alone in my room. What a treat we've got for you today. After the success of Michael's podcast last week, we are joined by Lizzie Sims this week, another cast member from 1001 Open Mic Nights. You might want to get a snack because there's a lot of talk of cheese coming up, so sit down, relax, have something to eat, and enjoy! Hello! Hello! Yay! Hi everyone! (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Today is very exciting. We have Lizzie Sims with us. Um, George and I were in the Cosmopolitans with her at Leeds. that's an acapella group, by the way. Unfortunately, the acapella group, the Cosmopolitans, is no longer with us. However, she is now the current music director of the Songsmiths, a different Leeds group. And you guys will be performing at the ICCAs, am I right? Yes. ICCAs yes. 2021. Very exciting. And we are super pleased to have you with us. Yay! Woo! Yay! Yay! <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing this week, Lizzie? Any fun updates from your life? With my life, I'm just tying stuff up. I've got to head home soon for Christmas holidays. Um, Driving home for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, but doing a lot of Christmas stuff in acapella with the Songsmiths at the minute, so it's all very festive. Very well, nice. you need to let everyone know about all of your lockdown things you've been doing, because I wanted to be at your house every weekend for the <laughs> whole of lockdown, because of Lizzie's oh dinner parties. Oh, oh, so my parties. So I only live with one other person, and um, basically we were terrified of getting bored over lockdown so we thought every saturday night to make us come out our rooms a bit we're gonna have a party um where we put a theme we dress for the theme we cooked for the theme we put music on um and honestly it was the highlight of my week for the past four weeks it was amazing it was the highlight of my week if i'm honest <laughs> <laughs> it sounds <laughs> fantastic it really does yeah I think that's a solid way of like getting yourself through because you have something to look forward to every weekend then and it's like a new theme every week and then even just coming up with a theme sometimes yes. takes the whole week for these oh, things planning so, like, for it you, yeah you keep yourself busy yeah it's so much fun. i'm glad to hear that what are you going to do now that you're home though surely you're going to miss are you going to do that with your fam when you get home well my mum texted me the other day because the last one we did which was this saturday we did a 70s theme and we said fondue and punch and stuff it. and my mum was like you have to get the fondue kit out when you come home and I was like right this is it we're having a party night at home now as well <laughs> sort of it. it's carrying on Fond- fondue three night three three meals a day seven every days a week day. every honestly day. I think you should <laughs> I mean it's like fondue you can do so many things with fondue you can you can have a, a cheese fondue as your savoury fondue you could then have your chocolate fondues, your dessert fondue. You know, there's just the two options. options. Three. Two, two yeah. options. Two yeah. very good options. Amazing. That's all you need. Cheese and chocolate, though. No, any more options Big than question. I get a bit overwhelmed. What cheese would you choose to fondue? Ooh. Well, the cheese I did fondue, I went down a quite a 
a Swiss route. I did Emmental. Emmental. And then that one beginning with G that I can never say. Gorgonzola. You say that like a West Country farmer. I'll say if you please. Oh, so good. Oh, no, that does sound. Same. That sounds See delicious. That reminds me of that. You know the thing that was really popular on Instagram. Raclette. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love raclette. I really wanted to try one of those, but I never did. I think it's more of a visual thing than it is. Maybe it's just yeah. like a normal cheese. It's well, it was like um, pre-lockdown when we went for lunch in, in London and we had a burrata for the first time and it was all of our oh, first burrata. Yeah. What? And it was quite exciting. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll be honest with you, Lizzie. Yeah. I would have preferred some mozzarella because it was cold. cold. It was just a bit sad and cold. But mozzarella would also no, be cold. No, warm. And on a pizza. Also, I'm still confused <laughs> because I feel like mozzarella, like burrata is mozzarella, but it's a different... I don't I don't know what the technicality better. is there because it feels like the same cheese, surely. It's just better. <laughs> it's just yeah. great. It's just sexy I, I think, yeah, it must be... Sexy mozzarella. <laughs> it's like how you can get your, your regular cheddar... Like let's say your I don't know Morrison's own brand cheddar, mm. and then you can get your Cathedral City cheddar, yeah. and mild versus mature. I think it's one of those kinds of things. I imagine different I degrees of cheese. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I don't know much about the yeah. science behind cheese, but you've made me want to go and find out. So maybe that will be my Monday afternoon activity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, tune in for episode cheese. six next week. We'll be uh, we'll be talking to you <laughs> guys about uh, the technicalities of cheese. <laughs> No, no word of a lie. My mum made her own cheese once during lockdown, and it was actually really That's good. That's amazing. Did you have some wine and crackers with it? No, I just had bread. I know. <laughs> that time, twenty twenty. What so else sad. could you expect? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be depressing somehow, sad. or else it just doesn't fit in. Uh, I do want to make my own cheese though, because then you get cheese curds, and you can make poutine with oh. cheese curds, and that is just Did like I... my. Life. I looked up. I was in. I had a, it, it was a moment last night. I was in the bath and I looked up the recipe of how to make like authentic poutine. And I was there like imagining myself having a bowl of poutine. And I feel like it's a gross thing to think about, but like poutine in a bath at that point in time felt like I, I was living. That's peak self Not that I bath. got to eat yeah. any. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but that's, that's you manifesting your future life in Canada though. This is the, Rob, yeah, Rob, this Rob is, is going to move to Canada any day oh, now, as soon as um, the, the world <laughs> any resumes. Day now. Yeah. Yeah. He's quitting the show. The show's not happening as a I think if I think if Rob learned to fly, he might get there quicker than if um, if oh, the world was any normal. But it's fine. It's, it's fine. Poutine in the bath for now. Poutine in the bath. Poutine, poutine in the bath <laughs> in Surrey. It's the same thing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Charlie, how have you been this week? <laughs> I've been good. What, what, uh, I mean, I feel like not ha- much blah, 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 Not much has happened this week. Um... <laughs> I can barely string a word together, a sentence together. Guys. Yeah, you're struggling there, really Charlie. <laughs> I think we should probably quit while we're Yeah, move on. You guys, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> what, George? How are I'm you? To tell you what I've done today, everyone. Uh, I went for a three and a half hour walk because I live in the countryside I live in the middle of nowhere Um, me and my brother this is quite a convoluted story me and my brother are going to make gingerbread men 
Um, and we needed decorations for the gingerbread men. I do, I do have access to a car and I can drive it. But I was like, no, I'm going to walk to the nearest supermarket. Did anyone else think and you meant forest oh. to collect things for the gingerbread men? Yeah, okay, I was a bit like, are you going to go and harvest wild ginger from the, the no. deep, dark voice I of got, Essex? I got Mr. Oika sprinkles in one of those cans that have got like four different kinds of sprinkles in them and then you like pour it out and it it was it was a bit overwhelming anyway but we walked an hour and a half to about two hours to get there and back (laughs) it's fine it's okay i'm okay i came back in rain i mean yes it was raining uh henry's got lots of blisters my hips hurt but uh, mission accomplished i do feel quite um i've got quite I'm not jealous of I mean, well, well done. Well done for doing it. But yeah. like, yeah, like Lisa says, I don't think I would choose no, to do but, that but ever. I don't think I will again. Uh, I don't <laughs> know why the, the thought possessed me. But I think you can't really rationalise these thought processes. You've got to go, you've got to go with it. Mm. Like, that's, that's what I decided to do. That's what I did. <laughs> it's fine. Mm. Rob, how are you? I'm doing all right. I, I'm living life, just getting ready for, for you know things to resume again, Christmas to happen. My mum went to the garden centre yesterday. She she had a similar kind of thing where she went to the garden centre with her friend and um, they parked the car. What did they do? They parked the car at the garden centre and then you can get to like the canal from like a path by the garden centre. So she parked the garden centre, walked along the canal behind the garden centre all the way back to Weybridge, then walked back along the road to get back to where they'd parked the car at the garden centre then to go and do a bit of shopping at the garden centre and then got back in the car and drove home and I was like people, I was like why? Like, like what What was the intention? But then like she said she didn't even know in the morning the friend had just suggested it and she just went with it and I was like okay I think the sensible thing to do is just get in the car and see where you end up and just walk from there and, and just, just go with the flow at this point because nobody knows what's going on and it turned out they had a lovely walk they had a lovely morning it sounded great yeah um, but there was a moment there where I was just like what but anyway this is long story short she came back with a lovely little um, it's I'm gonna have to um, describe this audibly now it's like a it's Hello. like a collection of twigs covered in white electrical tape with LEDs wrapped around the branches. Are you going to put some baubles on it? Like baby, baby baubles. That would be cute. Baby baubles. Baby maybe baubles. this is maybe this is my next step. Does it light I, up? I get the decorations out. It does. Let, me, let me switch it on. It's even got a timer. <gasps> oh, oh, that's fabulous. Wow. Oh, for everyone I'm listening, that was beautiful. That is not disappointing. No, it's not at that all. It's a like, really nice little feature. You know when someone has a bright idea in a cartoon and a light bulb goes off? <laughs> That's, yeah. If I had a bright idea and it was Christmas time. Oh. <laughs> Da-ding. Oh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate how podcasts aren't visual because you all just missed out on a real treat there. <laughs> that was very exciting. Anyway, yeah. should we get on to yes. more bright ideas with our lovely Lizzie and all the things that she's doing with the Songsmith this year? <gasps> oh, so exciting. How, so, right, Lizzie, tell us all, how long have you been doing acapella? Oh. I think I know the answer. Well. Because mine's the same. <laughs> it is the same. Yeah, isn't we it? joined the same time. Oh yeah, no, we did. We did four years technically. 
Five years at heart. Five years. Yeah. <laughs> five five so years. So I did, I did my year I in the industry um, after you... two years, but I was definitely still very invested. <laughs> yeah. You and I are exactly the same on that front, Lizzie, because both of us did the years out from mm-hmm. uni while we were doing the degree halfway through our like acapella career yeah. but both of us <laughs> both of us in just a some primal need to be involved in acapella somehow ended up going to like all of the icca competitions oh, that year keeping up to date with everything that was going on just having chats with all the people oh, from i wouldn't acapella. want it any other way though absolutely I, <laughs> I think i think i was in auditions for songsmiths that year because i just missed you all and i just came and sat in i remember sitting in the room and people would ask me questions i'd be like i'm not meant to be here <laughs> i'm not at liberty to discuss that thank you uh, <laughs> but no so you're, you're with the songsmith this year you're being the md what's your what's your favorite song you've arranged so far and or have heard or haven't heard i'm not sure what your rehearsal situation's like at the moment oh my days so i mean i'm very excited about our group this year i can't begin to tell you how talented everyone is it's actually crazy but we've already managed to get through i think we've done eight songs now I know like I think it's because it's online so no one can stop and have a little chat with each other they all just have to Mm. shut up and listen (laughs) (laughs) um I think my favorite so far is oh they're all so good but we've done a little cover of think about things the um the Eurovision song from Iceland's group Um, everyone really enjoyed learning it and doing it and we're going to be recording it soon um so that might be available for people to hear sometime after christmas as well which is exciting oh that's so exciting and then when they start eurovision again if we can we play in that we can't play there anymore can we are we allowed yeah because we're still in if australia there then we can be there uh yeah no. <laughs> yeah. We can definitely be involved, I'm sure. And I think it's not yeah. an EU thing. And 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 it's the songsmiths that are gonna take us there. Well done. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's the plan oh. for the year. <laughs> Love that so much. <laughs> but what else have you got going on this year? This year. So right now we're doing some fun Christmassy stuff, which is exciting. Um after Christmas we'll have the ICCAs which is really different this year and really confusing, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be good fun. So we've got that in February, um, which I hope you lot will be watching. <laughs> of course. Then... But, of, but of course, we discussed this in our like first episode where I was like, I've already booked off January good. and February to watch all of the videos. <laughs> it's actually going to be well exciting because I think they're going to stream all the videos all at once. So, like, the judges and everyone else won't see them until, like, the day and they'll all get released in, like, a playlist. So it'll be quite That's cool. So Do you, can you give us any kind of insight into what your set is going to be or what your video is going to look like? Can we... Oh, oh, I just broke my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to anyone listening, that will have been a wild sequence of noises, but I've just managed to completely ruin my chair. It's oh, fine, I'm back with... No. We're stable. We're stable. Um, sorry, back to the question. Yeah, can you tell us anything about it? Because I know a lot of people are keeping their sets like a bit under wraps or they're like, you know, telling little tidbits about it. Because obviously you have to produce a, a whole video as well to go along with yeah. it. Um, do you have any ideas that you're willing to share? I can share some. 
I guess. Um, the exciting thing about it is I don't have to do 12 minutes anymore. It's oh, just I... four minutes. One so, song? Four? One song. <gasps> wow, wowzers. I know. Game I thought changer. it was eight. No, it's oh, four gosh. minutes. Four That's straight up. Oh, no, good. That'll be nice. That will be nice. More, more time to concentrate on a smaller... Oh, my goodness. Exactly. How interesting. Exactly. So it's got to be mega. I think you can change mm. songs between rounds. So if you get to the semi, we're probably going to change songs if we do, because why not? It's a bit of fun. Yeah. But, yeah, but they're putting more marks on creativity and video, because obviously there's no marks for pitching or anything, because we can tweak all that mm. behind the scenes, which is exciting. Oh, that's strange. I know. It's really... It's been a bit of a weird transition, yeah. because focusing on things that we've never normally focused on like mm. videos and what everything looks like is a bit different but um we have a non-singing member this year shout out to owen who is our um in-house tech guy and he oh. is Love that. gonna be our sort of behind the camera behind the microphone kind of guy so hopefully that will play in our favor but <laughs> basically in terms of what we're going to be entering with i can tell you it's going to be dramatic and mm. hopefully make people cry in a, oh. in a good, good way. way. Okay, good. Know, like, okay, good. Kind of way. I don't know how many more tears I can take, but I'll be ready for that one. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. I'm really, I'm so keen to see what people are like, people are going to put out there, because I think it's just like, it's it's refreshing from the perspective that like, it's so wildly different from everything yeah. that we that you normally have to do in the ICCAs and to give I guess again like we keep kind of drip feeding people context about the ICCAs <laughs> but normally what happens is you have a 12 minute set a 12 minute max set that you perform on stage um, with full kind of like choreography full singing dancing action you've all got microphones in most of the theatres and it's this whole kind of spectacle where it's 10 groups pretty much one after the other and each of them comes out and shows off this huge thing so obviously doing everything virtually this year, as Lizzie says, opens up so many different avenues of creativity because mm. you can perfect all the, pitch, the pitching, which is the bit that you are really focusing a lot on stage. Obviously, you still need to sing in tune when you're recording <laughs> Obviously. It, but like, you can Just auto-tune everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make everyone sound like 16 shares. Yeah, sure <laughs> That's great. Um, no, but it's... And it's just so exciting because there's just, like, people can do can do can take acapella to a level it's never been before because yeah. people do videos all the time but they tend to stick to this one regimented sort of structure it's very like pentatonics walking through a desert sort of vibe <laughs> whereas like i feel like there are going to be so many really crazy crazy ideas this year it's so. gonna be so but exciting i think though as well you've got that kind of not issue as such but lizzie as you say because people haven't focused on it before and that's great that you've got a tech guy but whilst there will be a lot of creativity i wonder what the execution of it will be like it's gonna vary i think, it, I think yeah it's gonna be interesting because i think some people could be more advantaged than others i mean as much as we've got a guy who knows what he's doing we don't have tons of money and green screens or anything like well, that as well it, some groups will it depends how used to recording people are as well doesn't it exactly yeah exactly do they do they have any kind of like written guidelines be like this is what the kind of level we're expecting or like what we want i think they've no. basically been like 
whatever you want they've said as long as you're within your covid guidelines it's fine <laughs> those are the guidelines yeah. we're sticking yeah. to yeah <laughs> there are i i think there there are some regulations on on who can get involved mm. though aren't there you can't you can't obviously outsource your production to a professional yeah you can't, you can't go and you know, hire a big studio not, <laughs> yeah it has to be done within within the group yeah. so that like somebody who's alumni can I think it's am I right in saying alumni can help with the editing and the, the video yeah they stuff, can like you not... can get like advice and things but you can't like just sort of send it away to somebody and things like that and that, so. yeah no, and then no liquid fifth productions please no, <laughs> nothing like that. but I don't know because be cool. it'll still vary on who people know and stuff yeah, like absolutely, that absolutely yeah yeah this is going to be the crazy thing it's a it's a it's a great time to plug my dissertation again there was a whole <laughs> section on on uh, on financial access to things like microphones and how that affected mm. ICCA competition. I think that's only going to be, as you say, exacerbated this mm. year as you get um, really people is. who have got a history of recording stuff. Yeah. And I think also in recent years as well, like a lot of groups have really focused on getting really high quality production out there. They have. Online. Mm. Um, and so it kind of suits a lot of people quite well. But you guys are within that. You guys have obviously, you know, were looking at recording stuff this year anyway. So I think... I know I think as well like like you said people have been doing albums and videos over the past few years and really sort of working on that and like really high quality like fringe shows but I think I'm gonna try and play to the songsmith strengths and just focus on making as good a sound as possible and just sort of that kind of thing because that's that's what we're good at well that's something we 100% saw at the what UK final last year in 2020 Mm. that whole kind of to a degree going back to the music I think a lot of people were mm-hmm. in yeah. the audience were surprised Not maybe not shocked but surprised because the groups who were getting the best audience reaction weren't necessarily getting um, were not necessarily placing in yeah and, and that surprised the because it was that then the focus more on the music rather than the performative yeah aspect visually yeah well i think as well it's the confidence it's the confidence in playing like you say playing to your own strengths and being able to say like this is where we sit and how like this is how we see ourselves rather than being like oh this other group are doing something should we be doing that i don't know but it's just it's having that it's having that courage and confidence in yourself to be like this is what we want to do this is how we're going to do it listen to other people take some advice along the way if we want to but we don't Mm -hmm. have to and then you'll end up with something that is you because it'd be awful if you got to the end of it it. and you're like I, I don't want to put my name on this because I don't feel like it's us yeah. Yeah. or like this group of and people and I feel like the Songsmiths have like a really good identity I feel like definitely the years I've known it we've got an identity for the type of music we do and sort of the style of acapella and we're not the kind of group to be doing big cheesy videos and that kind of idea it's not, it's very musical and I'm hoping it'll play into it but the good thing is, is there's no like pressure this year. Like, if you get through to the semi-final, you're not going anywhere. You're not planning a trip <laughs> no. to London. You're just, just going to work, really. Yeah, literally. Accommodation for people in a premiere in round corner. No one's off to New York or anything like that. So <laughs> oh, it's God, just a lo- another bit of fun, which is nice because it means there's no pressure on us for the year, and we can do loads of other stuff in the meantime. Well, I heard on the grapevine that you guys are doing a fringe show. So would you say now your efforts are more geared to the fringe though, or do you have any other projects rather than being maybe more ICCA focused? I'd say fringe show is being treated as our big yearly like goal this year because I think 
everyone knows that the ICCAs, everyone in the group knows that they're not our big pressure for us this year. It's just another bit of fun, I think. Um, my efforts are more towards fringe at the minute because I've, I've, I've finished all the ICCA stuff back in the summer. So there's, there's, not, there's no work sort of left to do on that. So at the minute I'm writing a whole fringe show all on my own. <laughs> Um, here's some advice, Lizzie. Uh, go go back and listen to our first two episodes, and you've got. <laughs> you've got all, all you need oh, sorry. Did you write a French show? Are you writing an Aquamel <laughs> French show? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even say that. We've been the songs all this time. Lizzie's in the thousand and one open mic. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, yes. oh, oh my god. goodness. I'm just I'm just here. Sorry, that was very assumed knowledge there. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would like to think if you've seen... Well, I guess if you've seen the podcast, hopefully you've seen our Instagram and you will recognise Lizzie's face. If you don't, go onto our Instagram. There's a lovely little Instagram. Give it, yeah, give a little story. Give us a follow, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, while you're there, like all of our posts, please. We need it. Um, sorry, but carry on. How is the writing going for the Fringe show? It's exciting. I'm enjoying it, to be honest. I feel like there's just so much freedom to do whatever I want with it. Which mm. I don't know if anyone else will enjoy that, but yeah, I've got oh. ideas set. We've got songs set. I think, I think it's going to be good, and it's looking so positive that it will be able to go ahead, like yeah, as usual, very properly. So I think it's going to sort of, it's the light at the end of quite a long tunnel, <laughs> of yes. this year. So it's nice. It's nice. It's something to do alongside my dissertation as well. So it's keeping me keeping me busy on the side of that maybe too busy, so in but... terms in terms of that is that you you're starting off with the music getting on the music stuff and then you're going to fill in i mean is if if i am prying please let me know and you don't have to reveal <laughs> your deep dark fringe secrets but is it is it that you're doing the music first and then sort of doing it a show later it's gonna be kind of like a through show it's gonna be through song um there's not gonna be much chatting and acting and stuff as such in it it'll be sort of told through the music but i can say there will be a lot of sort of medley based writing going on rather than mm-hmm. bits and bobs of songs um so yeah it's going to be a good 40 minutes of everyone singing non-stop basically <laughs> which i'm sure Get they're going to love but they're going to be well. <laughs> <Yeah>. dies <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can't have that, Lizzie, because then a, a good handful of your songs must will then be performing in our show two days later. Well, so. exactly. We're yeah. going to be exhausted, <laughs> don't, aren't don't we? Don't wear them out. <laughs> you are the saboteur, Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried that I'm going to get to Fringe and sing the wrong songs in each show because yeah, I'm doing two. There's <laughs> oh, me, Molly and Kira who are doing the songsmiths and we're all in your show. And I just know that I'm going to get on stage one night, just delirious with tiredness and just be singing the whole wrong part from the whole wrong show. And just start, just start, there's a funny feeling in my Everyone heart. Everyone will look at me like, And then you turn around and you're like, oh no, wrong, wrong show. Oh, no, everyone else's bones. Just, you know, two fringe show problems. That's the... That's oh yeah, no, you're just you're just a busy lady. It reminds it just reminds me of when uh, when people used to do um, like two languages at GCSE or pre GCSE, <laughs> and it'd be like French and Spanish, and they'd be like, I'm into my French speaking Spanish. <laughs> I spoke Spanish the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that again, but ten years later. 
<laughs> still equally as triggering. Yeah, except so I don't get a GCSE at the end of it. Yeah. I'll pat on the back though. Yeah, Lizzie, we're not going to pay you. Uh, Just get but... an applause, to be honest, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pay Exposure. you an applause. That's better, than, that's better than after the French speaking, isn't it? So there you To go. be fair, yeah, I can't remember any of my GCSE languages. Honestly, the only thing I remember in French is Bonjour, je suis Charlotte. And I'm like, I have said I'm 12 in French so often that now I'm like, 12 years old. <laughs> I didn't even figure out what you said. <laughs> oh dear. It's okay, Charlie. Oh Next year when you turn 24, you can just tell people that you, you're 12 years old twice and then, and then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to wait oh, till you're 36. And then I have to wait till I'm 36 yeah. and as it goes, you know. <laughs> Oh Great time. It's the only time you can go to France. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Gosh. Oh what an international podcast this has been today. We've had, you know, know. introductions of, of cheeses around the world. We're now talking in French for <laughs> in our limited capacity. <laughs> Fantastic. Where are we going next? Oh, I love goodness. it. It's so global. Yeah. Well, Lizzie, I would love to hear, just to go back to acapella. Um, which is, let's be honest, is the reason we're here. Um, <laughs> Hope so, at least. Um, what is your, can you tell us a bit more about your, like, previous experience in acapella, what you've liked, what you've disliked, what you've learnt whilst being an MD, all that kind of stuff? Because Ooh. you have been a, an MD for an all-female group and a mixed group as well, so... I have. We've not yet. Yeah, like I don't think you, we've spoken. Charlie. Yeah. I, surprise, everyone! <laughs> yeah, but I think um, I don't think we've spoken about all female acapella yet. And of course, there will be people out there who are doing fringe shows that are acapella based that are also all female. It's niche, I know, but you know, it's, it's a niche <laughs> show anyway, isn't it? So it does exist. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So I, I direct musical director for the Cosmopolitans. Long may they rest in peace. Um, back in my second year. Sorry, there's a very noisy motorbike just went past. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I was musical director. I was in my second year, second year of acapella as well. Um, I actually can't believe I took that on. Looking back, I'm a bit like, who did I think I was? This like little nineteen-year-old, just like, yeah, I can read it. That's fine. <laughs> um, but it was so much fun. I actually loved it and to be honest I don't think it was too tricky because all my experience in acapella had been all female at that point I hadn't been in a mixed group so I mean I'd been in like mixed choirs and stuff but I hadn't been in a mixed group so it it was just so much fun and I really enjoyed it I think we had a good year George we had a good year yeah no I'd agree I'd agree with that from starting I so I was in Cosmos for two years it was an all-female group and I don't think you think about your limitations until someone either like suggests you maybe do have limitations or you kind of realise that I, I don't know. I, I guess it is the outside thing of someone telling you, oh, that'll be tough. Like you yeah. don't you don't have a beatbox, you don't have a beatbox. And you're like, oh, but like what we came up with was good. I suppose it's, I, it's another thing of confidence in what you've got. Yeah. Showing off what you've got rather than being like, oh, this is what we don't have. Yeah. And like I fully then, just, it was the same thing of just playing to your strengths, to be honest. Like. I hadn't thought, oh, this will be so hard. I haven't got any low voices. Because I had some pretty low female voices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no names. I had some good ranges on them. And it's me. We just sort of... 
Another surprise. <laughs> George is a female base. <laughs> and a very good one. But, yeah, it was just... I don't know, I didn't... Yeah, exactly, I didn't think there was any limitations on it. I just, I just thought it was fun. And, like, I'd arranged music a lot before, but I just kind of... I think it helps that I am a female, so I wasn't unaware of what girls can sing and where we can go with our voices. But I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked sort of tailoring it to make it sound good with girl voices. So I didn't pick songs I thought, okay, I'm going to need depth of sound. I need some boys bringing the bass in here. Like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, it was good. I think that's really interesting, though, you know, because I think, please, please correct me if I'm wrong, but going into that question, to have that kind of with the answer there, you know, it's not so hard it shows to me at least that the maybe not stigma but that a lot of people are aware of a potential issue that can come with mm. all female Rob I'm gonna have to kick you off in a second <laughs> but um but aware of the um potential issues that may come with female acapella or that I guess are maybe presumed issues because like you say mm. I I didn't see any issues you know like no, if you I, think arrangement wise when we were singing all together all this kind of stuff we we didn't think there were any issues going on but i think maybe wider in the community i guess rob do you having done a dissertation on that <laughs> can, you <laughs> this bloody dissertation can you tell us any more about the kind of um, <laughs> i mean hey it's useful it. Well, I was, good, good I was about to kind of breach the, the terms of my dissertation, but I can't actually reveal who I interviewed for it. But um, the interviews, <laughs> I, I interviewed quite a lot of people who have been in all-female groups, some who have been in both all-female and mixed groups. And kind of the overarching um, conclusions or, or kind of comments that kept coming up were kind of like you say, Lizzie, with the, the limitations almost felt like they were imposed by other people because people looked upon all-female groups and said oh, that's interesting, you've not got this, rather than looking at what they do gain by being an all-female identifying or kind of higher registered voice. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, and it, it's just so interesting to kind of see the two different perspectives because then a lot of the people who had been in all-female identifying groups said that actually by breaking the stigma and doing something that was outside of what people perceived all-female identifying groups to do, so doing songs that aren't necessarily like female empowerment songs because a lot of people expect the all-female mm. groups to come out and just do a lot of like we're girls girl power kind of stuff um, yeah. and by just like not doing that and not catering to other people's gaze and catering to their own creative vision and that's what you guys did so well in cosmopolitones all the time anyway yeah. and it's like by doing that you kind of set yourselves apart from everybody else and you say no like we're setting this new path we're doing this new track um, and there have been some really, really great examples of people doing that historically. And I think, you know, um, yeah, the key is just, like you say, not to... No, uh, definitely. To, but I reckon it's not to... Not, not to, I don't to, know, follow... Not to, not to not listen to, to no, all of the haters. Block out the haters. Exactly. Get your goggles don't on. Put, <laughs> block out the yeah. Don't put yourself in a corner with yeah. it. But like, I think as well, so coming at it... For you, So you three obviously have a very musical background because you're musicians. Um... <laughs> But I think as well, coming from a performance background, there is definitely a thing of women can't be funny or women oh, yeah. can't be unattractive. Like, there, there, it has to be kind of like a do-wop, don't we look pretty up here doing our thing, mm. swishing our hair. 
an, an example of what I love. Um, the Decibels did a Billie Eilish medley at ICCA's last year, and I thought that was sick. Like it just the so, so I, I don't good. know who. I, does anyone know who the soloist? I don't know her name. Oh, but I, she's I, called the oh, Witch Bit. The the Billie, the Billie one. Eilish. Did she not do all of it? I think she sang. She did. All, she all did. The, she did all of the She was sick because yeah. she was just so like in like she she was an artist i think and i think it's one of those things of like you do what you can do and don't worry about what anyone else is is, yeah. is thinking and i think there's especially there's there's we're talking about like genres and themes of acapella mm-hmm. there's a whole like i feel like there's an all-male trend of being like we're gonna make everyone laugh uh, as much as we possibly can oh, be yeah. super entertaining maybe sometimes at the at the detriment of the music mm-hmm. but you still have a great time when you're watching their show mm-hmm. whereas i don't think you really get that with an all-female group or like you haven't mm-hmm. I've, i don't think i've seen that that often where it's we're a bunch of girls having a great time maybe we're not singing the best but like you're going to really enjoy watching us i yeah. think sometimes there's a, there's a level of seriousness that maybe yeah. we we put on all like female identifying heavy groups yeah to be like at, a, at another level i yeah. don't i don't know i what completely agree about that sorry just for reference is do we know if that's available on youtube yeah it's on the decibels youtube page um uh, it's, it's what definitely yeah it's really good one of my all-time favorite just kind of like executions of an arrangement because it's just like it was amazing every every moment of it you it was so and the thing that I've all, I've enjoyed so much about the Decibels over the last like few years of while well, I've been in acapella is like there's just been this like they're so unexpected every time they step out on the stage like you don't <laughs> know what you're gonna get from them in the absolute best way and it's like every time it, the Billie Eilish I think was the epitome of that because it was like every thirty seconds you were surprised with something new and that's my favorite kind yeah. of acapella when it's just they don't let you kind of sit still for too long and just like because so many groups sit there and they'll do a three minute Dua Lipa cover and you'll be like I know exactly oh, yeah. where this is going because like <laughs> like we did <laughs> <laughs> that was so unintentional I did not mean that Dua Lipa was the first person to into her head no but you did you know you did such a good job with making that arrangement exactly the, the opposite what the Decibels did where it like oh we're backtracking though it, well, it switches it just, it's about switching up the game like as you're doing it and not just yeah doing a straightforward cover of a song with nothing in it like with the decibels there's just so much content in there to keep you interested to keep you you know hooked every with every kind of different song and each of their singers is so talented in what they do and they had an opportunity in that medley to show off what they did like mia they've got like this incredible female tenor she's like such a rich voice she's amazing and jade with the beatboxing as well it's like oh jade jade is just such a queen the whole collection was just incredible and to and to caveat that with the with the the Dua Lipa context from the song <laughs> Charlie added in like a dubstep breakdown and mashed it up with um, I Could I could Be The One it was Be The One by yeah, Dua Lipa by mashed Avicii. up with I Could Be The One by Avicii and like again it was that sort of thing where like you just you were constantly capturing your toes because you're like oh I can hear a different song that's like got some similar lyrics but it's a different song and you're like you're oh, anticipating love a mashup. and then the release comes when the <laughs> like beat drops and then you get this massive kind of like breakdown <laughs> well well, Lizzie, what do you... So, for me, whenever I'm doing a longer set, I think um, when arranging something, when is the point where I... Yeah, I might still be enjoying the song, 
but I'm n not listening properly to the song anymore. I'm just kind of getting on, getting on with my day and it's in the background still. Like that for me is that, okay, at this point then something new needs to happen because now I'm, I'm not engaged with the music anymore. For yeah. you, in terms of your process and putting a longer set together, what's mm -hmm. that kind of like? Um, I mean, I, I totally agree. I can't stand those moments when you just mm. sort of forget about the song. I'm... I probably go too far. I can't lie. Like I hate repeats, and yeah. which makes my life harder, but also everybody in the group's life <laughs> harder. Unless it's like a song we're just not doing for sort of competition or like show purposes. If it's just one that we're whipping out at a gig and we want to cr please a crowd, obviously I'll throw some repeats in there. But when I've done competition sets and things like that, no, like about a, a good every thirty seconds, I need something to mix up, something to change. I am, for some reason at the minute, obsessed with doing sudden breaks of just like, everybody stops, soloist is going on, and then we all come back in. I've, I've done too many of them recently. <laughs> but, Your whole yeah, ICCA set is know. just like 10 seconds of music, a break. 10, 10 seconds, seconds <laughs> on and off. <laughs> Got you again, still going. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like, I'm just, I'm not very good at just writing a song as it is in a way not writing a song arranging a song let's be honest i'm not writing anything here am i like definitely like back when i did the cosmos i think one of our best ones was when we did kate bush and we did oh, house yeah. of love and that sounded nothing like it should have sounded but that was the one that sort of like i arranged that so quick i arranged that in like an evening because it like wow. it just i just sort of heard it and i was just like this is it this is how I want it to be and every single section was like different and every single section had like a moment and I think that's how I go about arranging everything is like I have to feel how it would sort of feel singing it like I have to sing it out and think how do I want to sort of everyone to react at this moment rather than sort of being very musical if anyone's ever had me teach them they'll know that it's like often I'm like I haven't bothered writing this bit out as I want it, so I'm just going to sing it to you and you're going to sing it back and that's actually <laughs> what I meant. Or I'll just be writing notes all over the score, like, not actually like this, because, <laughs> I don't know, I think most of my stuff comes together a lot better when, like, people are together and we can sort of almost, like, get over people's input, like, workshop it together and just sort of feel how it... Feel it? That sounds really sort of cringy for, like, what? feel the music. <laughs> really, really know it. Do you feel like you've had to change the way that you teach in, in these troubled times? Or ha have you sort of found a, a middle ground? How's it been? It's been weird. Um, I think it's been all right, though. Every <laughs> everyone's I don't doubt still that. enjoying it, which is good, <laughs> and been getting through it. But, um, yeah, it definitely had to change. Everything's been very much more about playing things for people, trying to get them to sing along. And it's hard because it's... I mean, you girls all know from our rehearsals, it's so hard to feel like you've got people engaged when everyone else is on mute and you're just there like, right, hello, and it's like, oh, <laughs> that sounded great, haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny. But no, I think well, yeah. I think for all of you, sure. So all Rob, Charlie, and Lizzie, you all run your own rehearsals, and I don't, and I feel like there is an awful lot of pressure on you and people. Maybe people don't know the pressure that's on you because they're not in the situation. I, I reckon, yeah. I, I mean, I hope that everyone that is on the other side of the Zoom screen is just sitting there nicely because they, they, they are having a nice time. But it is so difficult because you don't have those kind of cues that you would do in a normal room where it's like 
someone smiles. I, I don't know. Like you, yeah. you, you, you do miss out on that that little bit of sort of feedback, I guess, because yeah. every everything you do is so impressive, but you can't necessarily get that across. No, <laughs> You're just looking at people as squares on a screen. And I... It's it's hard, and like I'm just constantly like. Give me a thumbs up if it's not face or anything like this. I need approval. <laughs> yeah, literally validate me. <laughs> and I think it's also a sense of, like you said, Lizzie, with the like feeling the music, there's always that tangible moment where you've just done a really good run through and everything's kinda like fit together really well for the first time. Ooh, and you just yeah. hear you hear what it's gonna sound like when it's done and polished and dusted and like maybe everybody else in the room can't necessarily hear but you hear it in your head because you've done the arrangement you know what it should sound like and you miss out on those really kind of like nice moments by doing it over zoom which but then you guys you do and that's you guys have had the you've been able to do some stuff in person haven't you with the the lockdown regulations and everything outside briefly briefly we have we've been we managed just before this last lockdown to do a couple of small group rehearsals in Molly's back garden, <laughs> which was just like, it was really weird. But like you said, that kind of moment where things actually, you actually hear how things fit together. And I didn't actually even think about that. The fact that everyone but me won't really have a full idea of what the song should sound, sound like. Like I'm obviously sat there, like I know how I want this to sound because I've come up with it. So to me it's different, but everyone else has kind of just sort of heard a few clunky Sibelius backing tracks just sort of <laughs> <laughs> open Our for the favorite. best and, yeah exactly shout <laughs> yeah, out to it's this like... week's sponsors Sibelius <laughs> Sibelius <laughs> please pay for my subscription <laughs> I will <laughs> <laughs> but like when we even in just like small groups when everyone was suddenly together like people got emotional I got a little oh. bit emotional it was honestly and it was really nice because one, it was nice for me because things were actually fitting together because there was always the sort of feeling of, oh my God, has anyone actually picked up what I've been like saying over Zoom? Is this just going to be like a shambles? But like, no, people, people like got really emotional and just really enjoyed it. And I was just like, phew, somehow it's still transferring this kind of like magic over the internet and stuff like this that we get in person but yeah and I just I hope and it's looking ever more likely that it will be soon we'll be able to keep rehearsing person as a group soon after Christmas and I just know that that's going to be just like such a lovely moment because I think we've managed to solidify this kind of I don't know this kind of I keep calling it like a magic or something but this feeling of like singing with all these people in this kind of way everyone's bonded already in the group so well as friends somehow over the like <laughs> the internet but like yeah i'm just really hoping that when we all come together i think i think i'll have a little cry to be honest i'll just be like oh, oh. it'll be rubbish it'll be the worst rehearsal ever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. nobody <laughs> talks to me i'm just crying <laughs> No, but it's such a lifeline, isn't it? And I, th- I reckon that's why you've sort of you, you've struck this chord huh? <laughs> <laughs> with people of because <laughs> no one has had the chance to do extra things of like they've just had. I've got uni to do. That's that's yeah. my job. I've got to do for today. So it's so lovely that you've been able to, even though it's not everyone together, to sort of start get the ball rolling and get people engaged and start yeah. something new. Well, and we've it's, really it's tried. Really we've like yeah, the whole committee and stuff we've really really tried just thinking i think because we just know how important it's been to us 
across like uni years and things like that we could have just easily been like all right we can't meet acapella is not happening this term basically but no and it means that next year we're coming into position we've got this solid group we've got a foundation and people have had this little sort of escape twice a week I mean even with your guys rehearsals I was texting George the other day I was like that's like my little escape because obviously when I'm running it I'm not just when I'm running the songsmiths ones I'm not just sitting there like having a good time I'm I'm on it like literally like I have to talk for three hours straight because no one else is talking (laughs) (laughs) literally and it's like after it I don't know about you two but like after it, I'm just like oh I'm a bit exhausted it's like because you're just so on it's madness but then when I come along to your rehearsals I'm like oh I can just sit and have like a sing-along in a way and I really enjoy it because it's like an excuse to sort of not do anything else it's really it's still it's got it's got the same effect yeah. yeah no I'm I, I'm so pleased to hear that and I'm really pleased that you're enjoying it so far because I, I think that's that's I mean it's not our worry we're not worried but we do we we check in quite regularly don't we just to be like how do you think everyone's enjoying it is it all going well what could we do differently because it is 100% troubleshooting mm. because mm. you can't it's not what we're used to we've been doing this for years but we've never done it in this capacity no, before but no one we've has never been no, exactly. So, like, every yeah. everyone is finding out. Yeah, everyone's yeah. finding out. Everyone's giving support. Everyone's thinking of because I know, like, I've I've asked Lizzie how how do you do your things, and then we've heard about how, <laughs> and then like we've pinched some ideas, and then like it oh, just... I've been doing the same. I've been pinching. Them yeah, like exactly. That. <laughs> it's, no, it's information sharing. <laughs> so yeah. it's okay. Sharing is a nicer word than like no. stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. but it is, it is it is just a nice thing to do i'm loving it, it though and it's loads of new new automatic friends i always say that about acapella i'm like you get automatically 16 best friends so you never <laughs> feel like you've got nobody yeah. but now i've got even more of like people well half the group i i already know but there we go yeah, true. Like, <laughs> in a new capacity though so it's new so it's fine it's new <laughs> and there's counts. lots of yeah. like lovely new friend new people it's great oh well, on that no. on that wholesome note, as we're already heading towards the end of our time, shall we move on to our obsessions? Or, I mean, does anyone have any last questions for Lizzie? Do you have any last questions for us? <laughs> I'll take I'll take that as a, as a no. I think it would be I think it would be nice to look further into. I think both for me at least, my research side of things, <laughs> to get you back later down the line and talk more about. Um, all female acapella, mm. yeah. and also all female acapella at the fringe. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I would definitely be up for that. I mean, I could talk about it for days. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, woo! Oh, <laughs> Who wants to go first? Does anyone <laughs> want to go first? Does anyone have a burning I'm me. Go on, George. George, you go, go you on, go. George. Sorry, I, I just know I'm gonna forget. Because on my three-hour walk earlier, I thought this was going to be what I'm going to say. Um, but my obsession for this week is the time, the hour between nine p.m. and ten p.m. This time Ooh, is my obsession because at the moment it's I'm a celeb, and I'll be honest with you, next to Strictly, it's probably my favourite reality Ooh, show. I, I really, I know, isn't it Rogue? But I think it's one of those things where like I have quite vivid memories of watching it as a child which I guess is, is not right I don't think I should have those um, 
but I feel like I've watched it for years. And anyway, at the, at, like at the moment, I just feel like 9pm to 10pm, I'm allowed to have a couple of biscuits. I'm allowed to have a nice hot chalk. Yeah, I'm allowed are. to enjoy myself a bit more. And like I just, I feel like in summertime lockdown, I was very much like, stop eating at 8pm. Now it's like boring time. You have to be ready to get out for your run in the morning. Whereas now I'm like, it's cold. I'm I not going to run in the morning. I can't relate to this, George. <laughs> I didn't say neither. I'm more biscuits. But like, as well, this is my last thing for 9pm. 9, 9 it's dark, but you feel like it should be as well. Because the sad thing about the darkness this time of year is when it gets dark at like 4pm, mm. you're like, oh, they've stolen my yeah. day. Whereas if it's dark in the evening time, I'm like, it's just cosy. It's yeah. cosy, nice. Good vibe I love that you said they. Like, who's stealing your day? <laughs> the power the scientists who are like, the, we the will light, have daylight the saving. People. <laughs> the man in the sun. It's like the man in the moon. Baby Our celestial, our celestial overlords. <laughs> <laughs> but yes not, everyone enjoy 9pm to 10pm for I me because that. it's my favourite it's going to hit 9 o'clock this moment. evening I'm going to start thinking is, about it yeah. George I'm going to be like oh, yeah. I will just having fun and then, but now it's, it's only it's only getting better because it's Christmassy now yeah. as well so the trees yeah, are going true. up the lights are turning on to so be fair that is my wind down time I think I think my whole life it's been like hit 9pm I think because like at home and stuff it's always been the time where my mum's like right come and watch whatever we're watching on telly and that's yeah. what we're doing and you know maybe a cheeky glass of vino or Ooh. a hot shot it has to be cheeky I'll really into- <laughs> it has to be cheeky otherwise you're just an alcoholic on yeah. a weekday <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's just two o'clock on a Monday really this is definitely tea in my mug today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say what have you been obsessed with Lizzie do you know well mine ties in quite nicely because you've just mentioned it my obsession which is an annual obsession around this is time is it wine in a mug it's strictly come dancing it is oh it is always my obsession around this time of year and yeah who's just who's 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 your favorite who's gonna win what how do you feel about everything that's happened so far what's your biggest disappointment do you know what though i think they've all been bloody fantastic i have been so impressed it's been so bill bailey i am obsessed yes i love him dancing away that contemporary the street dance one he did to Rapper's Delight. Yeah. yeah. I've watched it about ten times because it has just made my life amazing. I hope you know all the moves by now. You need to recreate it. Oh, right. Is this going to feature in your friend show? Your song Smith video? Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's all it is. The recreation of Bill Bailey. I love doing that. Rapper's Delight. I love that The Bill Bailey fan show. I mean, he normally goes to Fringe, so we could write a Bill Bailey um, appreciation show and then do it for him. Just find I don't him somewhere think else. he's I think he's got better places to be. I don't think so. Yeah, we will now. He's going to win yeah. strictly. <laughs> I think I think he'd be there front row every night, ten out of ten. <laughs> I'm going to have to scrap my script. Whole <laughs> <laughs> new idea. No, Bill Bailey. Uh, I thought. How do you say? I don't know. Do you still just pronounce it Harvey, or is it just like? I don't he know was so is, sick on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm just obsessed. I oh, yeah, yeah, I was very obsessed with that dance, particularly like that that 
um, yeah, contemporary. Oh, just everything about oh, it. Oh, like, I love contemporary. When they did the slowing down of it as well, and like what Shirley's point was like, all of the like, it was the tiny little micro movements in his hands, and they slowed it down, and him and Jeanette are just like so in sync, and he's mm. doing all this really cool like. Oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I could dance. I love that we're all trying to do it like. Yeah, we're here like waving our arms <laughs> in the air. Exactly, no one can see. Yeah, we all look like octopuses. 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 Oh, do you know? Someone told me. I think it's octopod. Octopod. No, it's someone told me. That's amazing. And I was like, like a Power Ranger. Ten out of ten lies. Octopod. I think it was octopod. I'm looking. Whoever it is is gonna hear it, like hear me say confidently octopod, and be like, that is untrue. She did it. Grammatically speaking, the plural for octopus is octopuses. No. People use people nice. use uh, people no. use three different terms. However, uh, the Merriam-Webster dictionary says the three terms are octopi, octopuses, and octopodes. So there you go. You got your okay. Maybe that's what I wasn't even like that. <laughs> I quite like octopodes. Octopodes. Octopode. Sounds, like sounds, like, sounds Did you see the octopode go past? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> where were you living? Are you by any chance, Charlie, are you are you obsessed oh, with octopodes this week? Is this is where this is going? <laughs> various Yeah. What is, what is your obsession? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Charlie, that was a genuine question. What is your obsession? <laughs> Apologies. Um uh my oh, I wrote it down. Nigella. Nigella's new um, TV show. Nigella. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Cook, eat, repeat, I think it is. Yes. However, yeah. she did make, um, not last week, I think the week before. Are you before. talking about the banana peel curry? Banana skin. No, I was talking about the fish fingers mashed in something. And I oh, was like, Nigella. No, that did actually look all right. As much as I, I love you, this is, I have a problem with this. Yeah. And it was when she said, and you basically, she was basically like, make sure you get the worst quality because they'll be crispiest. I thought, yeah, but you're gonna mash it in something anyway, so yeah. you lose the crisp. I just honestly. <laughs> what did she so do with the fish says. fingers? She what put she it do? in like I want to say some was form it? of curry. Yeah. I think it was like a beanie situation, yeah. and then she like mashed it into yeah. it. Yeah. To be honest, it's one of those things that you do, but you wouldn't tell people that you'd done yeah. it. No. You'd let them and then you'd be, and then at the end yeah. of the come down with me episode, you'd be like. I put fish fingers in that. Yeah. Can we also just take a moment though to appreciate how poor her choice of utensil generally seems to be, and especially in that episode, I know. all of every recipe she used the wrong utensil for things. Like she was, it was when she was scraping the fat off the top of like that ramen dish, and I can't remember what she was using, but she was using like a fork, and I was like, there are things out there for this specific. And then she mashed the fish it's fingers with, with two spatulas. She just got spatulas. Yeah. She said mash, and then what she did was just like gently tear yeah. them apart Break with two spatulas. It, yeah, like, yeah. and it took her so long. She must she have three tough times, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's just yeah. not got. Well, I think she. She can't afford a masher. <laughs> This is Nigella in 2020, so you know. She does. She does just. She uses a lot of utensils. I feel like she'll she'll leave a lot of like carnage in her wake. Yeah. The weirdest mm. Nigella <laughs> recipe I use, like I use it a lot, is Marmite pasta, and this Whoa. is from. Ooh, no I think I've told people me always. This. Yeah, I, I. It's a it's a uni staple because it's it's essentially like Marmite on toast, but just with pasta. Can we all so appreciate it's Rob's how face. Bad Rob's Rob face looks right now. So I, it is one of those ones where like. I feel like there are a lot of Nigella recipes that you do and you're like, I'm not going to tell anyone I but do But is that. it a I'm recipe? Right now when I'm telling you more. Is Marmite so, pasta a recipe? Because God, does that not... You make, make your pasta with love and care. You add butter 
marmite, salt and pepper. That's you it. Douse it. Sometimes That's you douse it. it. Yeah, you just it's silky smooth. Mm. Sometimes you can put like basil in it. Oh, Whoa, basil so and marmite. No, thank you. Wild. Whatever. <laughs> That's it's so all savoury. I mean, I mean, if you, <laughs> everyone has their guilty pleasures, and I feel like, I feel like, yeah, if if that's what makes you happy, I'm happy for you to do that. Just not in my presence. No one, no one will be coming to George's house for a dinner party anytime soon, and not oh, just because of do. COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They'll say it's because of COVID, but it's not. It's because of the mum. Nigella is such a vibe. She is. Yeah, no, she she's is. a real home. I just want to be her. Yeah. Mm. Dark yeah. nights making like yummy food in like a silky nightgown. Just like, oh, here I am. What I am yeah, really I sad that she hasn't do. included in this series is um the like footage of her creeping down the stairs in the middle of the night and going into the bridge and like eating. Oh, oh my god, it. I love <laughs> it when she does that. And then she looks into the camera yeah, with some like, bowl of what might as well just be plain like, chocolate because it's like just ridiculous yeah and she's like oh <laughs> yummy or delicious yeah i'm just quite glad she didn't do that with a banana banana skin curry because i think that would be an uncomfortable <sighs> midnight treat the, well the, the grinch definitely eats banana skin that's 100 percent what it reminded me of you know that bit in the grinch oh where oh, he yeah, goes he through the rubbish and eats the banana skin that's what it reminded me of <laughs> i mean not that no jealous the grinch that, <laughs> it's it's far like... from it <laughs> yeah right. it's rank uh, but it's fine. Rob, what is your obsession? Because... I also had to write mine down, and it's just literally like a stack of post-it notes with one word just written on the top of it. There, I don't worry, Lizzie. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to expect everyone to read it. My obsession is going to sound really lame, but it is the Goodreads app. <gasps> I love Goodreads. Oh, there we go. Okay, I'm glad we have support. It sounds like it should be our sponsor. From the way I just said that, though. Um, I mean, Goodreads, if you'd like to sponsor us, more than happy for that. But I was, I downloaded it again yesterday um, after a friend had mentioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'll start using this properly. Then I found out that they have a barcode scanner. And I, all of a sudden, my life was changed and I went crazy. So in the search function, they have a barcode scanner where you can scan in your books just by taking, like, not even taking a picture, like moving the camera over the barcode on Mm. the, on the cover. And so I went through my entire bookshelf, which is very extensive. And I just, I was, I was there for like maybe 45 minutes just scanning away. And it's so satisfying. So satisfying. Yeah, like seeing all of the books that you've ever read and then going through my Kindle and listing off all of the ones that I've ever read. And now I've, comp- I've compartmentalized all the ones that I'm currently reading, all the ones I'm going to read. And I have this comprehensive list with me at all times of all the books I've ever read. So now when somebody quizzes me and they're like, because you know when you're in that situation, somebody's like, here's a book, have you read it? And you think, I think i I think I've read if you it. can't remember, you might as well read it again, though. Th- this is true. <laughs> I don't remember anything. But sometimes you just need that, like, reminder that you have read. Or, like, I don't know, if there's a topic of conversation and the book seems relevant, and you can go onto your Goodreads app, and there it is, all of the books you've ever <laughs> I, read. I love this. I love the idea of a book coming up in conversation being... Hold on a sec. Let me check my app to see. <laughs> Even if I don't remember what this book is about, I have read I it. I can prove I've read it. Go. I can prove I've read it. <laughs> oh, Bob, I'm going to follow you on oh, it. Oh, please, because I have no followers at the moment. I just, I really I love... I love following people. I, it's good, because oh, you get recommendations. Exactly. That's the next thing. Like, I love the idea of, of because my, my issue has always been, like, when I finish a really good book or a series of, like, books by an author that I've really enjoyed, I hate not being able to find anything that's, like, quite similar Whereas I feel like the yeah. recommendation stuff, like 
it's going to be 10 out of 10. I've already found a load of books that I keep forgetting to buy whenever I go to the bookshop because they're like classics that you just, you don't ever pick up like and specifically get them to read. Now they're on my like want to read list. Whenever I go into a bookstore, I have a constant <laughs> like reference of all of the books that I want to get. That oh, is good. This warms my heart. <laughs> in a year of needing wholesome moments, like having having good reads is wholesome 10 out of 10. Good reads and Nigella. What an evening. Yeah. What an evening. So I think nice. those are all, you know, pretty wholesome obsessions. Yeah. yeah. Especially compared nice to last we week. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, and, um, can't wait to edit that one. Significantly less dirty this week, which yes. is nice. Yeah, Lizzie's face is confused. Lizzie's wait, face. Just She's wait worried. for episode five. It's, it's top notch. <laughs> I'm worried what Michael's obsessed with. <laughs> well, the, the scary thing is, is it wasn't even Michael. <laughs> anyway, moving on swiftly. <laughs> Um, I think that's pretty much all we've got time for. So thank you, thank you to Lizzie for being our special guest star today. Thank You've been you, an absolute Lizzie. joy. Yeah, <laughs> a shining star. Thanks for having me. This has been fun. We'll ten out of ten have you back on the podcast, as we said. Absolutely. Let's do, uh, let's do another chat in a bit more detail. Um, but for now, good luck with all of the Songsmiths ICCA stuff. Hope all the prep goes well. We'll see you on Wednesday anyway. Rehearsals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Bye. Can't wait. But, uh, yeah. Oh, bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks, Thank you. guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Da 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We really appreciate all the support and kind words we've been receiving online. Our Patreon page is now live, so if you're looking for even more behind-the-scenes exclusive content, you can find us by searching 1001 Open Mic Nights. If you've got any questions about the podcast or any aspects of the show, email us at 1001openmicnights at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram where we're 1001OMN. Thanks for listening. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da